Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, episode 10 of season 4. I said that backwards, I don't know why. Season 4, episode 10. In today's episode, I share about what it's like to be a highly sensitive extrovert. Um, I did something a little different this time, so if you are used to listening to my podcast every week, keep in mind that I'm trying some new things, and we'll see if it works out or not. I mean, there's no harm in trying. But I have been using this app called Wisdom, and you can download it from the App Store. It's free. Um, And what this app is doing, it's it's really encouraging people to mentor each other and to find that support system that might not be available in different other platforms. Um, It's similar to Clubhouse. If you're familiar with Clubhouse, it's like an audio app where you can talk with people in real life, um, like in lifetime. I don't know, like as it's actually happening time, (laughs) as opposed to fake time. (laughs) Um, But it's really cool because you can connect with people. And this is how I met one of my really good friends now. You actually listened to her in season three, Julie. We've We've become really good friends now. So it's been really exciting to connect with new people and to really get mentored by, you know, there's so many different people on this app that have so much knowledge about so many different topics and that's you know a lot of them that's what they do for a living so it's like you're getting coached and you're getting mentored by a bunch of people all over the world um so anyways I jumped on that when it came out and they asked me to be a top mentor and so I've been download I've been doing talks that's what they're called I've been doing talks on there um I do get Uh, what's called mentor coins and it's just you can exchange the coins for gift cards and stuff like that so that's cool Um, but I thought because it's been a challenge to try to get the podcast recorded um, it's spring break this week too so my time is very limited Um, so you'll hear that in the talk but I wanted to kind of try doing the talk and the podcast at the same time Um, so you do hear somebody jump on the call and his name is Brian I met him through you know wisdom um And so it's kind of like a toss up, like, I wonder who's going to jump up here and I wonder what they're going to say and how can we connect and what can we learn from each other and how can we grow? And so it's a really cool platform. So if you have a chance, go check it out. Um, Other than that, I will just say that if you are a highly sensitive introvert, um, this might be helpful for you as well, because you probably have extroverted friends in your circle and or family members. And for the longest time, I had a hard time understanding that I was extroverted because I am highly sensitive. So once I learned about being an HSP, it was very confusing for me because I I thought maybe I'm not extroverted. And so then I try to do all the things that introverted people love to do and it just left me really miserable. Um, So this just really important episode for me personally. Uh, The structure is a little bit different than the other nine episodes for the season. So just a heads up on that. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, please, please let me know if you want me to talk about something specific. Uh, You can contact me at my website, mariaplata.com or, you know, email me if you have it, text message me, call me, whatever. 
I really appreciate you being here and sharing this with your friends, family, you know, neighbors. I don't know why I just said neighbors, but I did. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoy it and I will, I guess, talk to you next time. Bye. Okay, I'm trying this new thing where I'm going to record my podcast episode here live on Wisdom. If you're not familiar with the Wisdom app, which obviously you listener here on Wisdom are, but it is a really cool social app where we get to kind of do a talk and then people can come up if they want. So today I'm going to try this new thing where I'm going to do a talk and hopefully download the talk afterwards and I can just use that for my podcast episode for this week because my seven-year-old is home for spring break. My time is very limited this week and so I'm trying to also figure out ways to be creative with my time and with my energy. So the highly sensitive extrovert. Um, I was having this interview with um, an author, you know, she's writing a book and she needed highly sensitive people to be interviewed. And so I said, sure, I'll do it. And she was very curious about asking me questions about my extroversion. And if you do not know me, my name is Maria Plata. I am a highly sensitive person. And yes, I am an extrovert. And apparently it's pretty rare because about 15 to 20% of the population they say is highly sensitive. This is all based on research. If you are not familiar with um, the research for highly sensitive people, go check out Dr. Elaine Aaron. You know, she has a website all about it and she's the one that pioneered this term. And I was just very excited when I found out I was a highly sensitive person, but I was very confused because I didn't know if I was introverted or extroverted and I've been confused my entire life about this topic. Oh, and we have a guest waiting. Okay, so let me just say really quick that the reason why I wanted to try to do my podcast recording on Wisdom was because I have the chance to talk to other people live. So I don't know what's going to happen. And I love that. I think that's part of my extroversion that I just really love connecting with people. Um, so if you want to come hang out with me, you know, share something, say something, I will bring you up um, as soon as I can. And here we have Brian. Let's see if it's coming up. There we go. Joining in. Woohoo! I love this app. It's so cool. All right. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm all right. How are you, Maria? I'm good. I'm excited to be here today and to start talking about the highly sensitive extrovert and what that means and your take on it. If you have any questions or um, what would you like to share about the topic? Uh, well, uh, I would say that uh, I, I could relate to some of this uh, because I, I do sometimes tend to be very sensitive about things. And um, I, I'm somebody who, uh, loves community. Um, so I wasn't always an extrovert though. I sometimes, especially as a kid, I was introverted and, um, yeah, it, um, it, it's just that, um, yeah, I've, I, I mean, I, I grow, I grew up with autism and, um, there was some, uh, trauma from my school days, um, that, uh, that affected me. So perhaps that's part of why I'm highly sensitive um, at times. So 
yeah, that that's that's part of uh, why I wanted to uh, come up. Plus, I had I I had seen you, and uh, I was like, oh, uh, this uh, this seems like a, a good person I sh- I could connect with. So, oh, uh, awesome! Well, I'm so glad you're here, and you know, I'm sorry for the trauma that you experienced. Um, I used to be a teacher, and there's a lot with the school system that I I know we need to change, and so it's 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 hard it's very heavy on my heart as well when i hear people um sharing stories about their their experiences but uh yeah so high sensitivity is a genetic trait um and if you have never taken the self test you can go to um i think it's hsp person or hspperson.com um and it's the researcher dr elaine aaron she went and did a bunch of research about high sensitivity because she herself is also an HSV. And it's a self-test, you answer some questions and it tells you, you know, if you get this many, then you're more likely highly sensitive. And it's how our nervous system is wired. You know, uh, a lot of us highly sensitive people grew up thinking there was something wrong with us because, you know, you might cry a lot, you might be really uh, bothered by different sensory things. You know, you mentioned you have autism, it is, obviously something different than that, but it, it, it can be autistic and also highly sensitive. And you can be, you know, some people are called ambiverts, which they can choose whether they're more introverted or extroverted, but this is all kind of like different parts of the umbrella, right? <laughs> and being highly sensitive, if you don't know that you're highly sensitive, uh, it can make the world feel very overstimulating and it can make the world feel like, like you're too much and you're feeling too deeply and you're processing things too much. And so um, that's kind of why I'm here is to help other people, you know, kind of guide them in their path of high sensitivity and to answer questions and to connect with others. Um, But I definitely feel what you said as well about, you know, uh, based on your experiences, you kind of learn to retreat a little bit more. so what part of your experiences made you realize that maybe you are extroverted? Uh, I think that um, they, they um, I, I mean, I've, I, I had, I, I just started to um, gain respect um, during high school. And then, and then uh, af- after years of uh, not really having a lot after high school, uh, I started to do some in-person events, um, particularly faith-based young adult group events, and and I re- and that was where I began to uh, really see that I could uh, I could indeed have community and um, and share um, with a lot of people, um, and uh, yeah, so that that's how I began to uh, realize that, and plus I. I I do like um I do like having human touch and hugging and so that's well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, for the it's been really confusing for me personally because I am very extroverted and so I love being around people, but because I am highly sensitive, I take on too much from the outside and so it is very um like I need to have downtime after I do something fun. So I, for example, this past weekend, I went out to eat with a friend. Um, she had a birthday celebration and, you know, there was new people and it was at a loud place and there was a lot of different smells with the food. And, 
I had to come home afterwards and just kind of give myself that extra couple hours. I actually took a nap. My husband was great. He's like, just go take a nap. <laughs> um, because I knew that while I really love being around people and I get a lot of energy from being around people, I was very tired because I am highly sensitive and it was a lot to take in. Um, so that's one example that I would say, you know, it, it makes you really confused, I guess, because you feel like you want to be out in the world, but at the same time, the world is very exhausting. <laughs> it can be a very exhausting place. And so you're kind of like stuck in the middle. Like, do I really like people or do I want to be by myself? Um, how, I guess my next question would be, because this is what I talk to introverts a lot, um, because a lot of um, highly sensitive people are introverted. So 70% of HSPs are estimated to be introverted. And they always say like, I just get a lot of energy when I'm with myself. Like I feel really energized when I'm by myself. How do you feel? Like if you're just hanging out at home by yourself, do you feel energized or are you kind of like blah, you want to go out? A little bit of both. Um, Cause like, I don't really spend a lot of time around my parents. Uh, but um, at the same time, like I'm, I'm not always like, ready to get up and about and uh, get in my car and drive a half hour or more. Um, so that would be the answer to that question. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I think that's part of the the struggle, right? I mean, we, the more we learn about ourselves and the more that we learn about what works for us and what doesn't, then we can kind of create the lifestyle that fits our needs. And I think the trap is when we start kind of saying, well, I'm this kind of person. So everyone else looks like that when I am trying to create your life based around what you see other people doing. And it doesn't really work for you because, you know, we are unique beings and we all have different needs that, you know, we can have met in different ways. Um, but, oh, gosh, the, the time is going so fast. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to say about the topic or um, something else you want to mention before your time is up on up here? Yeah, um, I, my sensitivity uh, has been a little bit tested uh, over the last almost 24 hours. Um, one of my social media accounts got hacked, unfortunately. Oh, no. Yeah, so, um, yeah. <sighs> yeah, so that overwhelmed place where you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, man, it's so tricky. I just got off social media. I'm not really on it anymore uh, for a lot of mental health reasons, but that's, that's been one of my biggest concerns is, you know, getting hacked. Um, well, I hope that works out and that you get it taken care of. Um, I know some deep breathing might help or just, you know, closing your eyes for a little bit and calming your body and just making sure that you, know, you, you can remember to breathe during the life transitions and things like that, that get challenging sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I'll keep going. And it, it, it's a chance for me to learn some new things as well. And, oh, I uh, love that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm still gonna work out like I normally do, because I've, I've been on my journey for a fitness journey for almost 15 years now. And, uh, you know, I know what it's like to be overweight. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go back there. So I don't want to depress myself. You know, right. the, the world tests us. And then, but um, yeah, so yeah, that's what I've, that's what I've uh, 
uh, got in this uh, uh, short time. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to have a further uh, conversation with you down the road. So, um, you know, like, yeah, just, um, I would say uh, for, for right now, just uh, feel free to connect with me on Wisdom and Clubhouse. Awesome. And, uh, Sounds great. Yeah. So yeah. pleasure, pleasure. It, it's been a pleasure meeting you, Maria. Thank you, Brian. You too. Man, I love this app for this reason. You know, I, I usually do my podcast all by myself and it works great, but scheduling interviews with people to interview is so hard. So this is great. I just, I'm so grateful for this type of app and community and uh, I appreciate you coming up here and we'll, we'll chat later. Yes. Uh, I hope you uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Yeah, I was, you know, I was debating whether I should record this episode on a wisdom or if I should do my regular recording like I normally do. Um, but my husband mentioned this past weekend how I've been saying the same thing over and over again this season. Um, so I do have a podcast called the Plata Life Podcast. Uh, and it's where I share my everyday life as a highly sensitive, creative mom. And it's great. And I've, you know, grown so much in the past two years in the sense of my ability to be able to just show up and be myself and not really worry about what other people think or want or like. Uh, but I did notice the past few weeks that my, the amount of listens has gone down. And then my husband, you know, very sweetly said, it's because you keep saying the same thing over and over again. So I thought I'd mix it up today and do the recording on this app and see what comes up. So yeah, today's topic that I'm talking about is the highly sensitive extrovert. So if you just joined the talk, this is kind of what I'm talking about today. Um, as I mentioned before, a highly sensitive person makes up about 15 to 20% of the population. Now they're saying it might be up to 30%. I've been reading in different places. So I, I think if there's more highly sensitive people than we have researched before. I'm not sure. Um, but out of all those people, only 30% are extroverted. And so this makes it very confusing because as a highly sensitive person, you are constantly overstimulated by a lot of, you know, the daily things that happen. And so you need a lot of downtime to help you process because one of the characteristics of a highly sensitive person is that, you know, we process things deeply, which means if I went to the mall, for example, and I'm looking at all the different restaurants at the food court, I'm taking in all their smells, I'm hearing all the sounds, I'm paying attention to so many more things as a highly sensitive person. And so there is more processing that's happening in my brain. And they've done research, obviously, where, you know, the different parts of your brain are activated, um, which is a great thing to have, but it also leads to a lot of overstimulation. The problem that I face as an extrovert is that I feel like I'm going crazy a lot of the times. Like I, I love going out into the world and I love seeing people. Like one of my favorite places of all time is the airport. I love the airport, but it can be very overstimulating, especially if you're having to fly somewhere. Like it just makes your brain and your nervous system process so much more than like just going to the park. And so it can make you feel really worn out really quickly. So I have a hard time living the day-to-day -day life when I want to continually go out and about and do things, especially with the pandemic, that was really hard. Um, but now, you know, understanding that I am extroverted and that I need other people in order to feel like, you know, alive. <laughs> when I'm home by myself all day, I get really kind of like, blah, I'm really kind of just bored and just really out of energy. 
Um, but then I go out and do stuff and then I get overstimulated. So it's just, it makes me feel like I go crazy a lot. What I would say about, you know, being a highly sensitive person is that really understanding this part of yourself, whether you are introverted or not. Um, I keep reading people recommend the book. Oh my gosh, what is it called? Quiet. It's about being introverted. And they, you know, they say they really resonated with that with that book as a highly sensitive person. I haven't personally read it yet. It's on my on my list with 5,000 books on it that I want to read. Um, but I have heard that a lot of people feel really called to read that book as a highly sensitive person because it really reflects their introspection as an introvert. And while I think that's really important for, you know, for all of us to understand, I think there's a small group of us out there who are kind of just out in the middle and not really sure, you know, I'm like, I know I'm highly sensitive, but am I introverted? I don't think so. And so today's episode is mostly just about that, you know, where you kind of identify that part of yourself and that self-identity so that you know how to navigate life so that, you know, for example, if I want to use my sensitivity as a superpower, which is what I've been doing, um, I've been doing a season four for the Planet Life podcast about how to use your sensitivity as a superpower. One of those things is really understanding that personality aspect of yourself, you know, whether you are introverted or extroverted, because that's going to make a difference on how you approach the world, essentially, you know, whether you know that you want to go out and experience things because that's how you get your energy or whether that's really, you know, not so fun for you and you don't want to do as much of that uh, because you are introverted. So I'm going to talk for just a few more minutes. And like I mentioned, I'm going to put this in my podcast episode. Um, I don't know, sometime season four, I think it's episode 10, but um I guess the other components of being a highly sensitive extrovert is that I can be a very social person. Um, I love going to parties and I have this very interesting duality to me because I hate doing like, how's the weather and how are you doing? And how's work? Like the very um, just everyday casual conversations. They're, those are very draining for me. So I love going to a party, for example, and asking people, what do you think the meaning of life is? Or tell me about, you know, your past or tell me about your dreams and your hopes. And um, it's really confusing for people because the majority of people don't want to have those very deep conversations, but I do. And so it gets very confusing because I can be very social. Um, but it also, because I am highly sensitive, it helps me to read people and to say, oh, that was too much. I probably should not have asked that. Or, oh, that person does not want to talk about that. So in a way, it makes it a superpower because I can manage things socially um, a little bit better, I guess. Or not better, but just, you know, I'm more aware of subtleties in my environment. So I can read when people are, you know, uncomfortable or it just makes it fun for me to be out in the world when I'm centered and grounded. Um, one of the biggest challenges, though, that I would say is that it makes it really hard for me to plan things out because I, <laughs> I have a, I use a passion planner as like my planning tool, and it really helps me focus. And it, as a highly sensitive person, it has like everything I really want. But I do have a hard time because on Sunday nights when I lay out my planner and I decide, okay, this week we're going to do this. You know, for example, this week my son is home for spring break and I want to do a play date on Wednesdays and I have to do this on Thursday. And I'm just excited to do this and I over plan things that I'm excited for. 
um, what ends up happening is I end up crashing midweek because then I planned too many things and now I'm overstimulated because I did too many social things. And so now it's like this, I can't really predict what's going to happen or how I'm going to feel until after it's happened. So it makes it very challenging for me to plan out what I want to do as a highly sensitive extrovert. Um, so while my suggestion is to just kind of keep it flexible, and I teach this to my seven-year-old kid because he's also highly sensitive and extroverted. So when we're home alone, just us, and we don't do anything, we kind of go crazy and we need to like tap into each other to get that energy and it gets very draining, especially, you know, because I have a two-year-old as well. And so it's just kind of teaching him that vocabulary and that, hey, you know, we also need some downtime. So from this time to this time, all the baby naps or, you know, the toddler naps, like we're each going to go do our thing. And you need to just kind of have some winding down time after we went to the park and we had lunch. And so it just gives us that ability to let our nervous system kind of reset. Although I'm doing this now, so I don't know if that's really resetting my system, but it is in a way because I'm processing. Um and then, you know, we can come back together again and share our energy and kind of help each other out in that way. Um, so it is it is a blessing and a curse, I guess you could say. It is a lot of uh, toggling back and forth. Um, but, you know, it's really important to remember that, especially if you are a highly sensitive person or if this is the first time you've ever heard about this term, like go Google it. There's books out there. There's so many things. You can go listen to all my podcast episodes. There's like a ton of information on there, but it really is just so that you know you're not alone and that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have high sensitivity and it's time that we start changing that narrative. And that's why I'm here on Wisdom and I have a podcast and I try to share my everyday life of what it means to be a highly sensitive extroverted creative parent <laughs> there's so many components to who we are and how we self-identify which does not mean that you know like i must fit into this one category or it must be done this way it really is just as a way for me to understand myself better so that i can show up for myself and for others in a real and authentic way um, I've done the whole like, oh, maybe people want me to do this. And so this is what I'll do. And that just never goes well. Eventually you burn out. Eventually you realize that you're not doing it for the right reasons. And so, yeah, today was just kind of me testing this out, seeing how it goes and seeing how the back end of putting it together for my podcast goes. And if this works out and my husband doesn't think it's boring anymore <laughs> because I keep saying the same thing over and over again, then I will use this as a platform to do both. Um, I love that space, the both and, and I guess I'll close with that. If you are a highly sensitive, extroverted person, there's so much beauty in that because it is the both and. Yes, you can be highly sensitive and be super overwhelmed by the world and overstimulated and it can stress you out and you can be like, I need to go into my shell for a while and also enjoy being out in the world. So there's that space for the both and. You can be highly sensitive and an extrovert and it can feel very confusing at times but when you know that about yourself you can really identify what works for you and what doesn't and you know of course it'll change in a few months or whatever what's happening with your life but it's just such a beautiful place to kind of understand that that you are here you're a human you're a complex being and you know there are great things about being highly sensitive and there are great things about being extroverted but they both come with certain requirements of how to take care of yourself so i hope that this talk was helpful for you um, please follow me you know check out my other podcast episodes if you can 
um, spread the word. I'm not on social media anymore. Like I used to be on Facebook and Instagram, but I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I just, it was sucking up too much of my energy and time. And so I've stopped doing those things and focusing more on, you know, the connection piece on apps like this, you know, I'm also on clubhouse and there's a group that we meet week. I think it's on Thursdays, um, but we meet weekly, um, the HSP club. I have a friend who runs that and she's amazing at it. Um, so go check that out too. If you're on clubhouse, um, I do have a blog, so you can go to my website, mydiaplata.com where I share, you know, the day-to-day stuff about being highly sensitive and yeah. And my podcast, like I mentioned, but other than that, I, that's kind of where I'm at. And again, I'll try to come back on here more often. Uh, but I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. And I hope that you learned something new, that something resonated with you, and that you come back next time. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Plata Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, or just share it with a friend. I would greatly appreciate it. Bye.